due to an outpouring of requests from listeners. Here's a special command performance of the Hot Barn Report with Karina Jones on this Great American Radio Station. Thanks for joining me today on this special edition of Hot Barn Report. I have missed updating you on a very important USDA report that came out last month, that being the most recent cattle inventory report. In case the long lines of trailers at the local auction markets haven't tipped you off, our nation's cow herd is shrinking at a quick pace. The drought monitor shifted from the north to the Midwest and South in 2022, leaving no mercy for our domestic herd to rebuild. Our current beef cow numbers have dipped to the lowest in eight years. I'm not so sure that they're not actually lower than reported, and we will see a revision to this number later on. In fact, in six months, when the next report comes out, I foresee us telling of inventory numbers that rival lows that we have not seen in decades. Years of negative returns in the cow-calf and feedlot sectors have not only left the ground parched, but also left cattle producer bank accounts dry. With incredibly high input costs and tight feed supplies, despite strong demand for feeder cattle, many are still trying to fill in the potholes of past cash flow sheets. Even these strong feeder and yearling cattle prices cannot catch inflation in the cash flow drag race that is happening. So how will we recover? I still sit back and watch the cattle and beef import numbers and I can't help but think to myself, does anyone even care about the American rancher here? When you look at those numbers, it feels like we're pretty disposable to our country. Just for reference, according to USDA data, in June we imported 127,000 head of live cattle from Canada and Mexico and we only exported 22,000 head. Whatever we continue to not produce, they are happy to import. And while beef exports trend stronger, don't get excited folks, without mandatory country of origin labeling that beef that goes out on that boat doesn't have to be yours or mine. It could be Canada's, Mexico's, or Brazil's. It just took a little detour through the good old US of A to grab a product of USA sticker and switch boats. It doesn't exactly seem like our nation holds our domestic beef supply as number one, more like number 23 behind the other 22 countries that we import beef and cattle from. This is not a new trend unique to this administration. This trend has been happening for years. But when will it be too late? The cows are headed to town. More and more land is being sold off to urbanization or foreign investors. And our farmers and ranchers are aging out while younger generations have been forced to supplement with off-farm income or go find full-time employment in town. So we may have already lost our most precious resource, our human resource, to this crisis. So when will our nation see the error of our ways? Once revered as a global superpower, it looks like we will soon be standing in line at the global soup kitchen looking for other nations to feed us if we don't put American agriculture first. Monty will be back tomorrow with all the action from the hottest barns in the nation that power this program. Torrington Livestock, Presho Livestock, Lemon Livestock, Bassett Livestock Auction, North Platte Stockyards, Creighton Livestock Market, Stockman's Livestock, Mowbridge Livestock, Platte Livestock, and the new hot barn reporting barn Ogallala Livestock Auction Market.